All right, hello everybody, and welcome to Red Zone Review. I'm here with three of my f- closest friends, Adrian, Tyler, and Hunter. What's up? And today we're going to be talking about some of the recent news regarding football. Let's do it. So, uh, what was y'all's opinion on the whole uh, opt-out deadline? Because the players did not like it. They saw the amount of like players opting out, and I feel like the uh, like amount that was opting out was I don't know I wouldn't want, I don't want to say I was making them nervous, but I don't know why like why else they would necessarily like move it up. Yeah, I don't so on so short notice because like Devin McCourty isn't he like a big like players associate guy and like he was heated like he was like mad pissed. Yeah. yeah. So like I don't know like I feel like they got kind of nervous with all like the players opting out and it might force them to cancel the season. Smart yeah. move by the NFL. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Adele was too happy with how many players were opting out at first before they set the deadline and stuff. So they like tried to get something together to kind of be like, "All right, if y'all want to do it, y'all got to do it now." Or else, like, I definitely think there should be a deadline because it's yeah, it's messed up for teams that like, you know, you look in baseball with a Cespedes who just opted out like. Yeah. Yeah. Damn near first inning of a game. You yeah, know? no, so, like, he literally like they went to his locker and he just wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's nice that something like that can't happen, but also like we definitely should be able to see how this plays out up until the season comes because you know these people do sure. have families and that, their own health issues. That and stuff changes. Stuff changes exactly. Like, like one one month, somebody could be completely fine, and then the next they can find out that something's going on and they can't like. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just my move by the NFL. They're just trying to like protect their brand and their image, and they obviously need players to run a league. So, you know, I think they just did it more as a safety precaution, like as far as the season goes, like make sure that they had enough, like you know people who are gonna actually show up and play instead of just you know pull Cespedes and dip maybe like before the game starts. They're also like, I feel like they also, I feel like it was a wrongdoing and. Pushing up the deadline, I feel like having the deadline in place was good, because I feel like you can just somehow like I feel like we would have ran into like a bigger guy, bigger name guy, just like doing some weird coronavirus holdout to where like he just never makes up his mind and like misses maybe a game, and like For that, sure. like that one game could be important, but also like with how many people are opting out, if the NFL season does happen, like. How does this shape up like other teams? Like how serious does this season get taken? Because like look at the Pats. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Pats are gonna they're pretty they're gonna rough. suck this year. I think. I mean, yeah. Cam Newton's gonna do his thing, but like, but I mean, they took a big hit. They lost Hightower. He's probably the biggest player to opt out. Yeah, I'm trying to think at all the players that did opt out. He probably was the best one. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, Biggest name guy. I can just think of another. Like I can think of a few names, but nothing like that. One of their bigger keys on defense is gone. Definitely. Lost, it's going to hurt big time. They lost Jason, right? Jason McCourty. Pretty sure he opted out. I'm not too sure. I'm trying to pull up a list real quick. Let's say that's a corner. Probably their biggest corner right there, other than Stephon Gilmore. That's their other guy. Tredavious White came close to opting out. He was like a last minute decision. I'm surprised he stayed. He literally had he literally had someone close to him. Not necessarily related by blood, but I'm pretty sure it was like a fiance or wife wife side of the family. 
like her father or grandfather died of corona. So it's like he has an immediate death in the family and he like still decides to play. So I mean, I don't know. But he was he was talking on media how everyone was like slandering him and like hating him for almost opting out. What it's kind of just like Yeah, what do y'all what do y'all think about that? That's excuse about my language, what? but like that's bullshit. Like I'm sorry, what what happened? How do you feel about like Twitter and Instagram comments like going to Trey uh Trey uh Tredavious White's uh pages and stuff and just like leaving hate comments about him almost opting out? No, it's messed up. I mean it's like essentially I get it as a fan, it's like you want your best player, you want him yeah, there to play. But I understand like, that, but, but like, it's like as a, he's they a gotta human look out being. for themselves. He's a human being. They gotta look out for football. themselves. I mean I mean if there's a, a situation like as much as I would hate going like translating it to baseball for a second, as much as I would have hated to not see Mike Trout play, I mean, he just had a kid. So it's like if he came out and was like, yo, I just had a kid. I'm not playing because, like, that's Look, a high risk. I'd be like, okay, word. I respect the hell out of that. Like, I mean. Look at uh, Raheem Moisture. His, uh, his family is staying in, like, Cincinnati yeah. while he plays in San Francisco. And he's, mm-hmm. like, not even going to stay uh, near his family the no. whole season. He has like a one year old and his uh his wife's pregnant. Expecting yeah, in September. Crazy. And it's like if he decides to opt out, it's like how are you gonna tell him like, oh man, that's messed up. Yeah. Can't. Like what? Can't. It's like, disregarding the whole human factor about the athlete. We it's live just, in such a like weird time where this is even like a conversation that there's a pandemic and people have to opt out to not play a sport. Like that's just super odd. But at the same time, it's like, all right, from a fan as- aspect, yeah, it's frustrating, but like we're all human and we're all going through the same stuff. And it's like by them sitting there on a football field, you know, sweating or, you know, sweating, hitting other people, like, you know, that contact, it's like, that's a higher risk than us just, you know, walking around with mask on and, you know, barely seeing anyone. So it's like, how can we be mad at them for opting out? That and, I mean, they're, they're still, I mean, at the moment, I haven't seen anything about them changing the schedule and I won't imagine that they are going to change the schedule. But, I mean, they're still going the full travel. I mean, like, they're still going to all the other cities and, and stuff like that. I mean, the NBA was fortunate enough to do the thing in, in Orlando where they're all in one spot, yeah, like bubble. literally all of them. And then MLB, MLB did it to where MLB changed the scheduling to where instead of playing all across the country, the teams that are in the same region play the teams in the same region. And it's like NFL's not doing any of that. So, like, say if the Dolphins were scheduled to play the Seattle Seahawks, they're still playing that game. I mean, as far as I've seen so far. So, I mean, it's like those situations like that on top of it where they're going to cities and and going to these hotels and going into these facilities where they have to hope that everything was maintained to the highest priority. they're, They're honestly putting themselves at risk by doing it. So like by them opting out, it's like, I don't blame them. But at the same time from a fan aspect, like, yeah, it sucks. But like, how can you be mad about someone making a conscious decision about their health? You know? Now I think it's bullshit that the NFL is banning the swapping jerseys after the game. Nah. Am I the only one? Yo, bro, did y'all see the, uh, the tracking device? What's that? What do you mean? They're, uh, oh, yeah, they're tracking the player. They're putting on a uh, tracking device. No yeah. way. I did see that, actually. That's how, crazy. How do they get, like, do the players? Like, 24-7 tracking or just during the game? So no, now it's I think using it's like, a contact tracking wait, device to wait. mitigate the risk of spreading COVID-19. I did see that. That's pretty crazy. So wait, wait, wait. how does this work? This isn't in their contracts. So, like, how do they get their consent? 
to like track them? I don't know. It says a lightweight wearable device called a proximity recording device is mandatory for players and club personnel when at the club facility okay. during practices and during team travel. So it probably tracks your vitals and where so you're going. So I think it's to like... Do you think it's just going to be like an advanced Fitbit? Gathers information about individuals' proximity to each other by distance and length of time in order to perform quick and accurate contact tracing when someone is symptomatic or test positive for COVID-19. So uh, okay. if... Hold up. This it, is not to do with sports, but how do you guys feel about the fact that like sports teams get this type of equipment, like medical attention implemented to them like this quickly? How do you feel about that? Like not being in like hospitals, we, schools, we get it public, like, public, uh, public places. I mean, it's what they can afford. Like it's it, just yeah. how it is. Get this. If you have an iPhone and you go to settings and you go into your health app, it's not in here yet, but you see it soon. I forgot exactly where it's at, but somewhere in there. That and I'm I'm sure that there's like a lot of technology in the hospitals that we don't even like know about. We don't see. So soon in the health app of your iPhone, just like the rings with the NBA and just like the proximity tracker with the NFL, your iPhone will be able to tell you like if you're near someone, their symptoms and if you're at risk of COVID and you'll be able to track your own symptoms and everything. What like that. the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Like that, like the like the health app. Like I don't know, like I don't really use it, but the features are pretty crazy as it is. Like it can show you your, you know, heart rate, like yeah. simple, simple stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a cell phone. Like, it's almost like a Fitbit. Yeah, I mean, it's a cell. Like you know, like we don't have like it's nothing special. Like it's literally just a cell phone, but it tracks everything. It's, it's pretty crazy. How do you guys feel about Alex Smith? Do you ever think he will come back and be something? Um, I don't know. How old is he? Thirty-one, thirty-two, probably. Probably I could be wrong. Yeah, he came back from that uh complete destruction of a knee injury. Obliter- yeah. Obliteration. Yeah. Yeah, the one of the worst ones I've seen. But he honestly hasn't been talked about like I mean by anybody. so long ago. But like I know, but like, you know, like they're starting to show videos of him throwing, trying to throw. Like, do you think like this comeback will like actually happen? Like do you think he'll step foot on an NFL field again? Now I'm I'm happy with Ron Rivera being there in Washington. Do you think he has a chance with Ron Rivera there? A better one than he did. Definitely. So, like, you, like, out of you three, like, do you think he will take another starting snap at quarterback at the starting NFL level? Starting snap? Yeah, starting snap, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it'll be, like, a... Just in general, do you think we'll see him play again at the starting, yeah, at the I think starting, we'll see... starting level? Week one, your your team is starting with Alex Smith. You're relying. He's just gotten so old. I was about to say, I don't know about starting. I could see him like taking snaps. Like yeah, I definitely see him taking snaps, but like I don't think he's going to be like, oh, we're going into the season with Alex Smith as our starter. Yeah, that's. I mean, if it does happen, it will be a very long time, and by that time, yeah. there's going to be a lot of better quarterbacks. What do y'all think the chances of like fans at stadiums and stuff this year? Zero. Zero percent. There's zero. no way. Slim to zero. Well, the yeah. Raiders. The Raiders announced they're gonna have none at their new stadium. They already made that clear. Yeah, there will I, be I none at the personally, stadium. Personally, that's a good thing. I don't but, think. Yeah. But the Packers announced they're only doing it for the, for first, the first two, two games. Yeah, the first two home games. 
word. But wait, I have a question. How is this a team thing? Why is this not? Uh, well, because it's, it, it's, it's per state. Yeah, it depends up like on the like governor and shit. Like before, before That's Florida true. had the crazy like spike in cases and everything. Ron DeSantis, our governor, was talking with the Marlins. Remember about, with the WWE and stuff. To, yeah, about setting up to have fans and stuff like that. I mean, it's yeah, gonna be I like. Remember. It's going to be like every handful of, I mean, like every other row and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be all spaced out. But like, it's still kind of weird, though, because like you would think like, you know, in some organization, even though I, I get I get what you're saying, like cases per state and the risk of it. But I feel like that would be like up to the NFL fans or not. You know, that, 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 that wouldn't happen. be fair to other teams or anything. You know, let's say the Packers are getting ticket sales. Other teams wouldn't be able to sell tickets if they're. If that were to happen, though, the tickets that they are selling, they're going to be pretty expensive since there's going to be lim- uh, limited seating. Limited seating and is literally going to be like the only thing you could do. <laughs> like, like, like if the Packers are the only market. team that has fans, like it's literally going to be the only sold sporting event that you can go to. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that'd be interesting to see what sold out looks like on TV, you know? <laughs> be like a space every two fans. <laughs> oh, so... Not NFL related, but football related. The Rock buying the XFL Whoa. for fifteen million dollars. I was kind of shocked. Fifteen million. <laughs> I think personally, he can do nothing. He bought it with a group, right? Yeah, I believe so. The team. You, I believe. Yo, you know who he bought it with? His ex-wife. <laughs> well, okay, him and his like wife the, are the, very the, good business. Yeah, partners. like the team that the team that he bought it with. His ex-wife's like. The head of or something like Who that. Who's his ex-wife? Is she anybody like special? Not I really. didn't she recognize her when like I saw the picture of her and like. Oh, uh, so she just got thing. money. Yeah, yeah. business. She, yeah, she's, she's business special. She's a business yeah, she's woman, really right? smart. Yeah. She's yeah. really smart from what I understand. Like, like not only like XFL and stuff, but they like they're in deep with like production yeah. companies. Like, where I don't know if she was some actor as well, maybe. No, not that I, I know of. She I, might. She, be, she probably appeared in some stuff, but I mean, she she's very big in the business space of things. Oh yeah. I mean, you got to think about this, right? That's dope. It, like he in 2020, The Rock purchases this entire league for 15 million dollars. That's so crazy. In 2001, when Vince McMahon starts this league, he takes out 270 million dollars of WWE stock to start this. In 2001, money's inflated by now. So just think about how cheap The Rock just actually just took this for. Yeah, he's. Gonna, I mean, he he got it cheaper than like sports teams. I mean, yeah. you got to think the Marlins. I mean, a couple of years ago, were sold to the to the group with Derek Jeter in it for I think two point four or four point four billion dollars, and that's the Marlins. That's I mean, one people club. people shit on the Marlins. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys are the richest uh, franchise in sports. Yeah, they're worth five point five billion. I mean, I don't know what the percentage like is the on fact, that, but the like, fact that he bought now, granted, obviously it's the XFL. Obviously, not it's not like the NFL or right. the NBA or something like that, but it's still like. As an what individual, it, what it could he's be. Gonna, he's like the bathrooms so at Arlington money. or AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, cost more than the XFL. <laughs> so, but with that being said, like, what is the potential? Like, I feel like The Rock can't do any worse than what Vince McMahon has done. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't know how he's going to do it with COVID. I feel like they're going to scroll. Yeah, COVID's go. COVID's interesting. I feel like he's that's clamping, gonna, but he can wait. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. He's going to wait. He can sit on it. I he has a that, team. Like, it's not mainly just Vince McMahon calling the strings here. Like, people probably think it's just going to be The yeah. Rock running the thing. He's just going to be. He's just a name. He's just going to be the name yep. and the pretty smile that can probably he's name present himself to the audience, and everyone will love him. And that's what he's going to bring. About. He's going to bring people to the XFL because the XFL did great. 
their first two weeks, I'm pretty sure they had more more like sales and ratings than they did their like whole 2001. Oh no, yeah, original it, was, it was just COVID that got them. Yeah, That's what I'm saying if he waits and get, he plays his cards right, he can turn 15 million into shoot nine figures. You think so? Yeah, I mean, why he, not? He, not a he doesn't have to make it a billion dollar uh, league. He can make it a couple hundred million dollars and just flip that. You know how much profit he makes off that? He bought it for fifteen million. That and I mean, that's nothing could, to the rock. If he could, if he could, like work something out to where it wasn't like, just any it became like exactly. a uh, developmental league sort of thing, where it's like he could. He that's he, what he came out and said that he wants to help people get to the yeah, NFL. Exactly. And that's exactly what it, yeah. that's about. What if OB. they embrace that, they can do great. Yeah, they, it'll they be insanely he's good. The guy, he's the guy to do that. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like, if anybody can do this, if anybody can save the XFL and make it like a a worldwide big thing, it's it's The Rock. I mean, bro, imagine the hard knocks for that league. It would be some like last chance you we'll type see shit. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. Hey, we'll, it would we'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone, production. Someone will. Someone will, will do that. But also imagine this. We we uh, me and Hunter. Had like a phone call over this. Imagine if The Rock, right, buys this league from Vince McMahon for so cheap, and then just pulls off what he couldn't do twice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he will. I think Vince kind of accepted that. Vince has never really failed. You know what I mean? It's like Vince was once his boss. Well, yeah, yeah, but like the XFL was like Vince's only failure, really. And like now Vince is obviously getting well. That and I mean, like we were just talking about, you got to think the second time. I mean, granted, who knows if it was if we would just end up in the same situation a year from now? But like, if it weren't for COVID, I mean, we'd be seeing a second season. Yeah, we'd be seeing a second season. Like I said, who knows whether that season? They had PJ Walker. They had like a player who was taking off. Who knows whether that season would have actually like gotten the same ratings or gotten better ratings or if it would end up getting canceled also. They were creating, but, like, they were getting buzz, but also pretty dope. also, with, you know, the, the Rock and his group buying it for so cheap, will we see, you know, players and teams getting a lot more capital and a lot more money to pay their to pay their players? Because, like, if you look at, like, the salaries, like, they were, they were good salaries, don't get me wrong, but now, like, they have the potential, like, you can market it towards kids in high school, like, hey, don't go to college, come play in the XFL, and, like, we'll get you to the NFL, and you'll get paid. That, well, that I feel like isn't that more so to do with the NCAA as well because, like, the one in, like, because, like, at least for college, like, you're required to at least go one year or go overseas. I, I don't know if the XFL would qualify as, like, overseas. But why not, though? You know? I mean, they he would have to implement that in the future because that would be, like, the G League now. Like I was about to say, how does the G League work? Because the G League used to be the D League, which was strictly develop, like develop, uh, yeah. straight for the development. Yeah. Right. So, like, it would only be, like, NBA, NBA teams and organizations can send their respective players to their respective D League clubs. But, like, now, since it's the G League, if you are, like, if you're going into college, you can pretty much use your eligibility and just, like, Basically, commit to the G League and just enter the G League and have a salary to start, and not risk getting paid under the table in college. So why can't yeah. XFL just mimic that? I mean, they can. They definitely can. But I feel like they'd have to talk to the NCAA because I mean, you. I, it's. I was about to say because I mean, you got it. Not working with the NCAA with the football because yeah. with football, like you never see a like. It's very rare to even see a freshman go from a one year like one and done. How you see in basketball all the time. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I feel like at least you're a sophomore 
for like the average like player, like junior sophomores. Yeah, with football, you you can't. Yeah, they need they need college weight rooms. It's not even like they need the football experience. They just need the weight rooms. You can't throw some high know, school kid, eighteen year old yeah. kid out there on a football field with three hundred pound men who run four, you know, five forties. You know, it's not gonna work. That's where I feel like football would have the the hard time. Look at that post that's going like viral right now on Instagram with uh, George Kittle. You know, uh, as a uh, college recruit, he was 180 pounds. He's now like he's two, 240 right now. Yeah, needed Iowa's weight room. I mean, didn't Saquon like? I mean, wasn't Saquon already I mean, big? He was yeah, always, no, there's like, always, even there's like some bigger. players I will say that can you know they possess the ability, but it's not very many. rare. Not yeah, many. it's very yeah. rare. Not it's many. so rare to the point to where it won't be done. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like didn't Saquon like if it weren't for Penn State, is that that's where he went, right? Penn State, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, nah. isn't that where he was like breaking records for squatting? And stuff yeah, like he was that breaking weight, like that? records in the weight room. He had just he's genetically gifted. Yeah, for sure, like, for without sure. a doubt. But like, not coming straight out of high school, he wasn't gonna. No, that's it. what I'm saying. That that definitely helped. Oh him no, going without to, a doubt. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, there's some players that could do it, but it's so rare. Not many, far and few between. If NFL teams don't have their own corresponding team in the XFL to develop players on, you know, say it's just a separate entity, you know, like a you know twelve team league. You know, how are those players going to come in? Like, is it just any team can sign anybody at any point? Yeah, I or, feel like if, if like it's how, not, how does it, how does would that they work? do that, or would they have to wait for the draft? I mean. I feel like personally, well, no, because they they got passed up on the draft. That's why they're there. Yeah, they're yeah. they're in their own respective league. Like you don't yeah. see players from the CFL enter the NFL draft. True, but like if how like how Hunter just said, if like the XFL runs into the thing where they're not like a thirty team league, then you'd be a thirty two team league to match the yeah, NFL. Yeah, if they if each Facts. team didn't can't get a respect like a respective team. Like, I would totally understand if they did 18, 12, or something like that. Like, a way smaller league. I would feel like it would kind of just be kind of how, like, the XFL was starting to become. How, like, it was just anybody, any scout can go to any game, pretty much. Like, if there was a St. Louis team, like, any team in that Midwest area could fly out a scout and look at their home game or something like that. So, I feel like that would help. Like, that's how I would personally think it'd work. Like, college scouting. And then just kind of like offer them a contract. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. So it's kind of like post-grad play almost. I mean, like, how did the XFL kind of work? Like, wasn't it just kind of like a contract, like a contract was given to the player, like whenever they wanted it, like wanted him or like, did they have well, to no, wait there was for a, a period. period? That, there was a period where they had to wait until they could sign those players and they can just go out and sign them. Yeah. So could the XFL just implement that? Just kind of like a midway point through the season or something like that? Like you get like swapped over or like you get signed over? Know. Or like, do you play out the rest of your season? I was because think about that. That'd be, that'd be fucked for the XFL team. If like, yeah, I feel yeah, like, like, I feel like under, your, your starters were taken off and all yeah, of a sudden no, like all you, like five you, No, you definitely signed, would like, have to wait until like the off season. There will be yeah. no mid-season and signings. Plus like the XFL yeah. will have contracts with these players. Like I don't think yeah, you will. That's what I'm saying. Like how would this work? Yeah, I mean, it all depends on how they do it. If they make it a separate entity, 
then they would have to do it like we were just saying about where it's like at the end of the season. But if now, they did they, somehow, they, they should partner with the NFL, in my opinion, and just like the, like every NFL team is a practice squad team. Like it should be that way. If they should have like a G League. If you know? they got big, they possibly could still recruit away from the NCAA. One hundred. But it's going to be very hard. Yeah. I definitely think very, it's a possibility. They're going to have to be big. The recruits are going to have to see like a promising chance of like XFL players going from the XFL to the NFL to actually run that risk, probably. Especially players like like big college recruits that are getting like like Ohio State, Clemson, like all these big schools. I feel like they would rather go to those big schools than go to the XFL and get paid three hundred k. In basketball, know. you really don't need you know that college help, but nope. and uh, you know for football. It helps some players out a lot. One hundred percent. There's a re- there's reasons you know schools are you know position universities. You know, there's a reason you know Georgia and Alabama them. you know pump out running backs like no tomorrow. It's like colleges they just know are, it. The colleges yeah. are breeding grounds. Pretty yeah, much. it's it's what those like players need. Staying on like that college topic though, it's like we saw you know college athletes will be able to do endorsements and partnerships and brand deals stuff like that. That's extremely helpful because like they're already getting free school. Which is awesome. But at the same time, it's like now they're able to actually make Some of them. Right. I mean, yeah. if, if, you know, if, whether it's partial full ride, you know, or if you're on, you know, some, some of them aren't even on any type if, of scholarship. If you're yeah. playing, you're, you're on scholarship. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, you know, it's going to be great because now, you know, these athletes don't have time to work. So they'll have a, a source of income and some of them, you know, might, might have a kid or, you know, families that need money. But at the same time, it's like, will we see some of these players getting so wrapped up in the social media? realm of things that they decide they want to you know be a tiktok star instead of you know focus on the game i just don't see how you can tell someone you know a lot of these kids come from nothing so i don't see how you could tell them you know hey i know you've busted your ass to get here and you've never had anything while doing that and someone's finally gonna pay you for all your hard work but nah go do your homework yeah, you know, like like what? Yeah. Like, so with college football, I really don't think you're going to see endorsement deals thrown out. I agree with you. I think it's more so just going to be like autographs. Oh, one hundred percent. It's their name, their persona. Yeah, yeah. it's their likeliness. Well, that that in situations like what happened with destroying, where it's like now we'll they see can, a lot of they can do stuff like that, <laughs> and I mean they can do stuff like that and use the platform that they have to make money in a way where they're still doing it themselves technically. Like how destroying was he was doing it himself. He was the one who was posting the videos. He was the one who was making the videos. He was just using the platform he had through UCF. Yeah, football players football. aren't big enough until really they get drafted. You know, until that season, up until they get drafted, when they take off and you know destroy college football. Hey, but like with social media nowadays, like you know, platforms like TikTok, it's like anyone can be famous now. You know? Well, yeah, no, famous, but like endorsement deals from like. You know Nike and stuff. Well, They're just yeah. gonna wait until they get into the league. It's it's gonna be lower end companies most likely. You know you see like a bank sponsorship, G Fuel. You know they now, sponsor a lot. With something like Joey, if like you know destroying was still you know at UCF, yeah, hunting, right. and you know he had his YouTube channel. He had endorsement deals for that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That you know, yeah, but he's also that or yeah. There, the there's there's few there's few and so. far between that you could see an endorsement deal for. I mean, like like. Zion, I mean that's that's a big name. basketball I mean, players. Could, I could yeah. definitely see it. Like you know, I could see Adidas and you know Nike wanting to get these players yeah. as soon as they come out of high school. Yeah, 
But um, but I mean, Basketball football is different. different. I was about to say football is different, where it's like, like you, like Hunter was saying, they're not big until yeah, they get into the league. Exactly. Yeah, they don't get those deals until they get in the league. But you know, now it's a great opportunity for these kids, in my opinion. You know, if even if it's just you know an extra five grand a month, it's like shoot, like that can make a big difference for these these kids in college with their families. I definitely don't think the players should be like, I don't know the money. The money is weird because. I don't think schools that make more money should have advantages, because like, I mean, you know I'm a Georgia fan and we we spend the most money on recruiting by far. You will run into that, especially with like Alabama, Georgia. So it's like Clemson. if you could just straight up pay players, you know, that fucks over. Small we're schools. gonna run it. I mean, I'm sorry. That puts you're schools. not touching the SEC. You're not touching. You know the ACC already. It's already bad enough with Clemson just destroying it, and it's never gonna change. That's gonna put schools like Miami at an advantage though, because they're private. Like yeah, they make gonna, a lot of it's money, but it's gonna make them like better than what they like should be. But they're currently bad, so it's like. <laughs> but that can change when you can offer them a contract. You Definitely. Know what I'm yeah, but can they buy out all the other schools? You know, can they buy out a recruit from Georgia? Georgia's making bank off their football program right That'd now. That'd be a huge bidding war. Well, they will Imagine get that. like the like players. James Williams. They just got they just got James Williams' commitment. Mm-hmm. And if you think they could pay, Georgia could offer James Williams you know, a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. Like the players that are going to other big schools, the big schools like Iowa, Wisconsin, like they're not gonna have big markets because of their cities. They'll have big markets because of their football programs. And that's where like schools like Miami will come in where they're like they're yeah. usually Who wor- want to live in they're Miami? usually worse than them. But the fact that they can offer you a fatter contract, that's what's gonna make Miami better. Not better than these big powerhouse schools. They will remain that way. And if not, they'll monopolize the league damn near if they get contract access. So also, like, like locations desirable too. Like Notre I- Dame, like Notre Dame will benefit from that, right? Aren't they like whatever, like an independent or something like that? Like would that help them out at all? Um since they're not no, not Notre Dame makes a lot of money off their football program, but that's that just that's with scheduling, and oh, I'm gonna go. On, oh, I want to. Oh, dude, I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I hate Notre Dame. Because like, imagine if they like hypothetically speaking, if this were to happen, right? Like, they buy all these recruits since they're independent, and then they just kind of look at. What conference has a lot of no-name schools, no-market schools, so they weren't able to take advantage of this, and they missed out on talent, and they just steamroll through this easy conference. Like, I hate to call them out, but kind of like UCF when they go 12-0. and 0. It looks impressive on paper, but look you, at look at, you look at who they were playing, and it's kind of just like, oh, well... It's a double end, like double-edged sword. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of looks cool, but it's like, oh, okay, well, I mean... You're beating like Trinity Catholic doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, yeah I don't cool. Really you're know. twelve and zero, but you're still going to be fourteenth in the ranking. Yeah, you know, come Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, but with these players being able to make money, are they allowed representation? I don't remember. Like an agent? Like, yeah. Are they able to have? So I don't think it'll get to that. No, I how I think it's going to be is when there's they can get paid off their name. So when there's an autograph signing stuff like that, they're going to be able to do that. 
but I don't think they're going to be able to come you, in with agents because schools like Georgia like a, and Alabama would have such a big advantage. They can't have like a PR person. Or like, I feel like know? the school, like the program, like the football program would have like a financial representative that yeah. would handle like all that for the whole It roster. would definitely so be through have, the school. Have like a, yeah. Like a team it would without they, a doubt. Yeah, either, it'd like either be for the team. whole team or maybe like a couple people like alphabetically in the that F- represent the alphabet. Like, like a guidance counselor. Like now yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're allowed to get like represented in colleges, imagine how much money can be made for these players. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it wouldn't. It would just be strictly be off your name. Nuts. It'd be autographs, stuff like that, pictures. Like college football is huge. You like Massive. like social they do, media. They stuff, do a lot like, of signings. They just don't yeah. get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. they could probably no, like, trust me. Yeah, I, I, I like just that. Like, showing up, Burrow showing up to event events. I mean, like different stuff like that, where they're able to go up and and get money for their like. And the NCAA could make a base salary that every school could afford. A salary cap for colleges. I mean, no, not a salary cap, like a bait for every single player. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, I, I don't can't. know if we'll see it base. Because, like, imagine. You like, ha- I feel like in a certain point you do have to. Like, the NBA does have, a, like, a league minimum. Because oh, yeah, yeah. there's already That's a scholarship true. cap. There's a certain yeah. amount of scholarships you can throw out. It, yeah. Exactly. Like, I feel like there is going to be a set limit that you can offer these players. Yeah, because, like, the kicker is not going to get as much love as a starting QB, you know. Well, not even that. More so your starting running back who doesn't even have to be the star of your team to your like backup running back. If there was a salary cap, that'd fuck up recruiting because you could only get so many five stars. That will totally. I mean, you have it. Ohio State right now who's about to pull in one of the best recruiting classes ever, and they wouldn't be able to do anything near that yeah. if, if there was a salary cap. They'd be able to get one, two, you know, it five would, stars at it most. It would balance out. Like all the conferences would be so dope to watch competitively, but then that just that would be just kind of like, what the fuck? This isn't college football. Yeah. No, at that point, it's just basically NFL 2.0. Do y'all see uh, the stuff that Odell was talking about? I did not. About how he doesn't expect and isn't planning on there being an NFL season this year? That that is still a possibility in my opinion. They haven't. Like yeah, he I was about to say. he is preparing more for there not to be a season than than. For there to be a season, not, even though yeah. even though he came out and said that if there is a season, he will play in it because because right, right, right. that's what sparked all the Od- oh Odell's gonna opt out, Odell's gonna right, opt right. out rumors. But then he came out and was like, nah, like there's a season, I'll play. But like he just doesn't just the way hopes. that the way that the NFL is going about it and the way that everything is right now, he said that, that there's not proper th- stuff like put in place for a season to start. I can definitely see that, but didn't just think. Like these are these are businesses at the end of the day, you know, NFL's a business. For sure. How much money like what's gonna happen to contracts, you know? Like you still gotta pay your players, sponsorships, endorsement deals. Like the NFL is a monopoly almost, like a legal monopoly. They don't have too much competition. The CFL is not making anywhere near There's what the NFL not- is making. Yeah, it's not like, even that they're a monopoly. There's just nothing that can right. catch up. It's to like, it. yeah, I, I, oh, I, I, for I sure. I would be shocked if they don't have a season, but they'll still find a way to like you know market their players or you know get something going because oh, one hundred percent. If there's not a season, there's gonna be some sort of like event held. Yeah, where like some players because we're play talking a game we're or talking or do something. Dollars, I mean, like, like loss. yeah, if they can afford it, don't get me wrong, but that it just doesn't make financial sense. If this is the same case scenario for next season, you I, know, I really hope not. You know, the NBA needs another bubble. Do you think the NFL would try to work out a bubble? Or the NFL one hundred percent. If you have it now, if there's a second season, if if next season comes and like all this stuff is still a thing, which 
knock on wood, I swear if it is, I'm going to throw up. Um, the NFL will probably try to do some sort of bubble something, whether it be like all of the NFC in one location, all the AFC in another location, or all of them in one location, or or what they do. I mean, because you got to think before baseball ended up going to the regions, they were going to do, um, since they have their tr- spring training half in Arizona, half in Florida, that's what they were going to do. They were just going to keep the teams in their mind, in their uh, spring training parks and play there, play against other teams in that state instead of traveling across the whole country. So I could see yeah, something like that also definitely. to break it up, make it a little bit easier. I mean, because... If you look up north, there definitely has to be some big indoor football facility. There has to be somewhere. Oh, yeah, for that, sure. And that's why yeah. I said even if you break it up and, and make it towards half and half instead of you won't see all, all 32 teams. I mean, because I mean, you're not even possible. seeing that with the NBA right now. Now, granted, they were fortunate enough that they were already far enough into their season to where they didn't have to invite all the teams. But, I mean, we're not even seeing that with the NBA, the only t- the only league that is bubbled other than right. the nhl which the nhl did the same thing they're in they're in playoff push right now yeah, they don't have all the teams even in WNBA has a bubble bubbled? yes i don't think that they have all their teams though either and i'm not 100 percent sure i don't follow soccer enough to say but yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if they were far because i'm pretty sure they were a decent amount into their yeah, season I also their season. i just looked it up like the nfl's private so i mean because they're they're with the nba in orlando so I couldn't imagine that. that their whole there's no way league. I mean, granted, it's MLS. There's which, enough I mean, hotels in Orlando for, but oh, for sure. I but mean, I mean, they're the all time. on Disney Disney property, though. They're not like at the oh right, like Holiday yeah. Inn, like uh, down that, the street. That, that contract <laughs> had to be extremely fat. Like, dog, it, they it, it, they it, shut it. down like four of the main like big ass Disney hotels. And Disney for World, the correct me if I'm wrong, is open, right? It is. Yeah. It is right across the lake from, yeah. from the bubble. What? <laughs> yep. Right across across the lake from the bubble, yep. <laughs> Disney World's open. And I, and I just looked it up. That since then, it felt private. No one knows exact numbers, but Bloomberg estimated that the uh, um, revenue was fifteen billion during the twenty eighteen season for the NFL. So you know, you, we're looking at if they don't have any se- any season, which means like you know, decline in jersey sales, no viewers, you know, ticket sales, merchandise, food, like everything. That's you know. Billions and billions of dollars that'd be lost. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's why they're going to try their best to have a season. But, I mean, if it gets to the point to where they have nothing set up still and they still have players who are uncertain, I mean, even though they did just do an opt-out deadline, it's like I think that if there's players sitting there, they have millions of dollars in their bank account, and they're like, yo, like, listen, the NFL hasn't changed anything. And this is going to be a hell of a lot bigger of a risk than I thought it was going to be when I didn't opt out. Like, what's going to stop them from just going, yo, fuck this. Like, Contract not, infringements. I mean, true. That's about but it, though. I was about to say, but that's it. Some I mean, of these players won't really care. I was about to say, some of them have so much money that they'll just sit there and be like, all right, whatever. At the same time, you know, I mean, like we just said, like the NFL made $15 billion in 2018, you know, estimated. Why not just build your own facility? Like, granted, it takes time. I was about to say, just like freaking put up a freaking like massive porta potty. Like, I'm sure you can do something. It's like, it doesn't have to be state of the art. Like, just get something rolling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. Like, how much is the new is the new stadiums that they're building now? Uh, the LA one's like five point eight billion dollars. Like yeah, five point one. Yeah. Yeah, but like, you don't need 
a fight. Like, you don't need that. Well, yeah, <laughs> you see like... fields with a roof over it. <laughs> it's enclosed. It's security, yeah. like you know. Well, I mean, like I said, I, I'm sure there's definitely places they could play, or I mean, they could even do it a regional type thing where like only the like. West Division plays, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. only only the two West Division plays. So do you think that or like something like that? Like do you think it's still a big possibility that the NFL season will be canceled? I still think there's a chance. I think there's a chance, but I don't think it'll happen. I I don't see it happening, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. Yeah, it it all depends. I mean, on yeah. what everything because that's in the fall. Yeah. I mean, that's that's still in, I mean, what, like a little over a month from now? And like I said, like, you know, like going into this conversation, I said I wouldn't be shocked, you know, if they cancel the NFL season. At the same time, though, like I also mentioned, there will be something to generate some type of revenue, you know. Oh, There's 100%. no way they're just going to say, okay. 100%. We're just going to wash your hands with the $15 billion that we're potentially going to make this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. It was a pleasure podcasting with you boys tonight. And we will catch you guys in the next one.